No, <laughs> welcome, welcome into track 17. Mm. Track Damn. 17. Damn. We're through a wait. Man. We need to do something big for that third episode. It's that 20, 20th episode, you know. Track 20, that's the big one, man. That's a big <laughs> one. I'm gonna have to do like Ashanti and Keisha Cole giving me glasses. <laughs> Certain man were doubting Ashanti. I was telling people, listen, don't doubt Ashanti. Listen, listen, listen. The verses, it was beautiful, but there are more important, there are more more important things that mm. happen than who won. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We can get into Ashanti Keisha. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the most important because unity. <laughs> That's what it's the about. Fact that I know exactly where you're going. You That's what think. it's about. <laughs> That's all it's about right here. Because, listen, I just love seeing two black legends, icons, just come together and piece it up. Yo, I'm sick of this guy. Because <laughs> I used to think that I was a fly enough. The always told me I was a cry enough. And now I'm trying to sit back how to figure, how to chalk it up on a nigga. And I kill him to third degree. I spot my art from a distance. Mm. But you see it cut. You don't you see, see it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it ain't make believe. So cut. Never knew that, that I was be creeping. <laughs> Hey, yo, right. yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> um, for you guys listening at home, if you guys go into the description, Fam. you're going to see a link right there. Fam. That link will allow you to send in a voice recording to us. Mm-hmm. If you are interested in replacing Paul on this podcast, hey, um, just send in a quick, <laughs> a quick message. Let me know. <laughs> I'm accepting all applications. I said, I said send your CV. <laughs> Oh man, that's all I cared about, man. I've if and bruv, you know, that's mm. the union, that's the union I've been waiting for. Yeah, because now, now that they've done it, there's no reason why Keisha won't let him put down streaming platforms. It's so true, that's a fact. But is it even Keisha's decision? I don't, I don't care whose decision it is. We big crip over here, we big crip. If I should start sea walking. <laughs> This guy, this guy got one video on YouTube, and now all of a sudden, it's like, yo, let me perform. Yeah, let me perform for the people. <laughs> Come <laughs> into my chair. Yo, we have so much that we're actually meant to be talking about. Welcome to Track Seventeen. Um, mm. Track Seventeen, where I'm from. Mm. Where I'm from. Mm. Um, on this episode, we plan to take you to where we have both been forced to grow up (laughs) for so many long arduous years Uh, we're gonna bring you to the south side uh, we wanna bring you to Milton Keynes man yes sir shine a light on some artists out of Milton Keynes and music out of Milton Keynes and just talk about the Milton Keynes music scene as we see it give you the two stubborn Nigerians take on on the on the music of Milton Keynes, and so we really look forward to giving you that. Mm. Um, and of course, you know what we do here on this podcast. You're going to get to know us a little bit better in a, just a few minutes, and we're going to talk to you about some shit that went down on social media yes, that sir. We, we wasn't fucking with. Um, at all. 
I'm going to inform you on what a certain female rapper was doing this week. Mm. Um, I will stay tuned for that one because there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot that's coming. Um, <laughs> there's actually so much. <laughs> there's way. Too, there's way too much. That if we're not careful, that whole segment will be 45 minutes. Yeah, easily, easily. <laughs> uh, oh, you, man. You're gonna root for everybody that's black. Yes, sir. As we do, as we do, as we do, and then we're gonna round it off by giving you some recommendations. Mm. Mm. Um, but we need to let the people get to know us, fam. A little bit, man. A little bit. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people who they know me, yes, sir, but they don't know Paul. Yes, sir. They know Paul, mm-hmm. but they don't know me. Mm-hmm. They might know both of us, mm. but some really don't know any of us because there's no. really some people out in Toronto. Bro, there's 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 people out in in Virginia and Ohio. <laughs> it's crazy because I think our Cleveland audience might go down a little bit. Yeah, a little bit because now Kevin Porter has been traded. I know Bro, he's an avid know. listener. Avid listener. Avid listener. <laughs> but it's cool. Singapore will make up for it. Come on, man. It's People crazy. Niggas really be saying the word avid. I, don't, I have Bro. no idea what avid means. I had, <laughs> I had one nigga freak it once on the hike. I said, cool. Oh, man. People don't know we got markets too. Crazy. Crazy. Over 11 different countries according Bam. to Spotify. Bam. They don't know. I don't need. They don't know that I actually don't need this city. At all. <laughs> At all. I just show love because <laughs> it's the city that raised me. <laughs> Brought me up, make crazy jumps. No, but for for this section, right? Mm. What we want you to know about us this week is that we really love remixes. Love, um, love remixes, and we love them with a passion. That was a thread that went round. Maybe it was either earlier this week or last week, right? Mm. Where like someone did like. A whole thread of just classic remixes. They had Man. the OG and they had the remix right below it. It was crazy. Mm. Like I've I completely forgot that I want to be down like by Randy Yo. had a remix or yeah. something. I was like, no, I had this in years. It was crazy. Crazy. Cause like, and you you would always go back, like, why would you remix perfection? Right. Cause I want to be down to like one of my favorite RB songs. But then you mm. remember back in the day where they used to do remix, there's a tweet that like you retweeted earlier in the week, just like, yo, they used to just rearrange the whole song. Like you used yep. to get, you used to get a different beat. <laughs> you used to get a slew of different artists, like different lyrics. Like even the right. artist who released the original would record a new verse. Like Bro, you have a whole new music video coming out. Like it's a, a whole, whole new song, a whole different song. Um, and that sort of like slipped over in recent years. A lot of time, it's just some artists would hop on and throw that verse, or maybe change an arrangement here or there. Back in mm. the day, when niggas would come up with a remix, like the song would take a whole new meaning, a whole, whole new, new meaning. meaning. So what we we wanted to do this week is um, let you know some of our favorite and least favorite remixes. So yep. I'm gonna pose the question to you, Kex. Oh, and while we're here, mm. let me introduce to you. It's the guy who gave you the look, the person you yes, look. That's why every pod sounds like Kex featuring Kex. Come on, um, I'm gonna pose a question <laughs> to you, Kex. Remixes, mm. the creme de la creme. Mm. Listen, um, man. What's 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 at the what's at the pinnacle for you? Uh, what's that remix? I, I was thinking about it a lot. I was thinking about it a lot, and mm-hmm. um, there's really only one option. And it's funny. I'm gonna give a little backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day, me and my family here in this house during lockdown, we came together and we played a little game. Um, mm-hmm. 
now I'm very blessed to grow up in a household where everyone in my house, the four of us, um, we are all big fans of R&B music. Mm-hmm. So we sat down and we decided to challenge each other. You know, who mm-hmm. knew the most R&B music just off the top of their head? And we ended up playing this game where they only played the beat. <clears throat> they only played the beat of the song. So, no, yeah, they only played the beat of the song and then you have to guess the name of the song. The first person to say the name of the song gets a point. Yeah. And we are playing for ages. And then this beat came on, this unbelievably abstract beat. And I remember thinking, this sounds like the worst song ever. Like, I, who made this song? I don't even want to guess this anymore. Mm. And then they told us who it was. And all of us in my house were literally, like, just gobsmacked because it was a hit. The song was Joe mm. Stutter, mm. the Double Take Remix. Mm. Now... In terms of how far remixes go, man. Because people really forget that Stutter was his own song. And it was yeah. a great song. Great song. It was a great song. But once that Stutter remix came on, yeah, and he literally changed the whole, why you stutter, stutter, stutter. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Change the whole complexion of the song. Whole complexion. All of a sudden, like, I'm onto this girl. Like, yo, why are you stuttering? Like, say your point, my guy. Where were you, B? Use your chest, bro. <laughs> like, speak up. Nah, I think that, for me, has to be hands down one of the best remixes mm. just out there. Like, I have nothing else to say other than what a song. Nah, fuck for that. I fuck for mm. that. That's a big one. That's a big one. Paul, what about you, man? What's your favourite remix? The creme de la creme of remixes. The remix that stands out from the others. Again, this was... I thought about this a lot. Mm. I had one. I said it to you off mic a couple of days ago. And I was mm. like, you know what? I'm not going to do that because I don't want to give one of those niggas free clout. <laughs> um, so I wanted to... I was going through my library. I was thinking about it. And I just came across 2010. Mm. The album is called Fame. Mm. by one of your favourite artists. I believe his name's Chris Brown. <laughs> he is one of my favourites. That's crazy. And one of the lead-off singles from that album, he says, I'm on some new shit and I'm fucking mm. my deuces up to her. Deuces. I'm moving on to something better. 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 There's no more trying to make it work. You make me want to say bye-bye. Say bye-bye. Say bye-bye to her. Deuces. Deuces. Um, but there was a remix to that song. Mm. And that remix, and I love the days where, like, in the remix, the original mm-hmm. artist wouldn't even be on the song. At all. Like, At all. Kind, kind of <laughs> with all of the light, all of the lights. <laughs> had Wayne, Drake, and, and Big Sean come through, and he just wasn't even on the song. Like, oh, <laughs> no, I don't need yeah. to be here. Like, like, yeah, people like, know me. Like, you know who I am. My song's classic. And... This the same thing for this Deuces remix because this was a lineup that had Drake, mm. Ti, mm. Kanye West, mm. Fabulous, mm. Rick Ross, mm. and it wrapped off with Andre Three Thousand. Man, now Man. regardless of what you think about those men today, <laughs> in 2010, different on a song, different. When Drake comes up, he's like, 
what you mean I ain't call you? I hit you when I landed. Mm. I'm waiting in my hotel room. Seems like we arguing more and it's getting less romantic. Mm. I think she'll be able to tell soon, but I'll be right, I will. I'll be right, I will. I'll be like, no one has ever, ever made you feel. I was like, yo. Mm. And then you wrap off with 3K, 3K coming in a farewell email Crazy. from a female. But I'm a player. I ain't gonna tell you all the details. What it entails, mm. it's hard to sell. Like it's hard to say. Like selling seashells by the seashore. But she's mm. not a whore or neither a whore. Who needs to know more? I was like, yo, like, listen. Andre three thousand decided. Yeah, let me remind these guys that I used to be a rapper. No, but listen, listen. Drake started. Mm. Three stacks finished. Mm. In between. Mm. Ti. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Fabulous. Rick Ross. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That is insane. Over that man. beat, like, nah, come on, man. Man, I think that's exactly it as well, because they didn't change up the beat, but they that beat was it. iconic. They didn't change it, and they just they came in, to. and each of them just came and gave that same, like, that each, that each individual take on some sort of, like, breakup, mm. having to see yep. to a female, and it was, yo, what can you do? What can you do? Deuces, bro. It's deuces. It's just straight deuces. Deuces. <laughs> Man, what moment in history that was. That was such a... But I remember when the original deuces came out. Uh, and especially Niggas didn't know what to do. Niggas didn't know what to do. <laughs> We're all going crazy. Everyone was telling everyone deuces. Like, when you're like, leaving. <laughs> my friends. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Deuces. Nigga, we're going to the same class. Like, like we're walking the same direction. Like, we're sitting next to each other. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so those oh. were the remixes that we love. Mm. That we like. Mm. Creme de la creme. Yes, sir. But now we got shit on some remixes. <laughs> um, boy, am I ready to shit on mine. Um, mm. But... Raheem, I'm going to flip it to you <laughs> first. So, obviously, um, you know, in pre-production, mm-hmm. whilst we're doing our keys to the game, yeah, um, we remind each other that we have to have remixes that we dislike as well. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I, you know, I put my hands up here. You know, I forgot that I had to get a remix that I disliked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I had, like, what, maybe 10 minutes from what I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest here. I'll be honest here. I'm about to cheat so so badly, so flagrantly. So, <laughs> with my chest, mm-hmm. that wasn't truly, the ref should take me out of the game. I should get ejected. But I'm right. going to do it anyway. Why? Because my podcast, you can't tell me di- different. I'm going to do what I want to do. You feel mm-hmm. me? Um, so, an artist here that both of us really like, mm-hmm. who read, he had um, a song. Yeah. Right? Before the song came out, I, he, he released a snippet on, I believe it was Twitter that I saw the snippet. Okay. And I remember hearing the snippet and thinking, oh my goodness, this song is about to go crazy. Mm. He didn't release the song for another two years, Paul. Mm. And I remember it got to the point where I would literally YouTube just the snippet so I could hear the snippet because it was one of the just best sounding songs I've had in ages. Yeah. Um, now, to my surprise, a few years, literally on that second year, when I had given up, I thought that they scrapped the song, that like we were never going to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, an artist by the name of Diplo released it. The song is called Wish. <laughs> they released it on that album. <laughs> and they just said, Wish featuring Trippy Red. And I was ecstatic. I listened to it. I loved it. 
Um, but you know, the whole time I was listening to it, I was thinking, this is cool, but you know, someone who's listened to that snippet a thousand times, mm. why did you change this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I couldn't make sense of why they made the changes they did because they've made it less hard. Um, then Trippy Red, literally a few weeks later, dropped his, I guess, what he would call his debut album. Um, and on that album, we had Wish, mm-hmm. but this Wish was called The Trippy Mix, mm. which I guess would make this the remix. But as I said, I'm cheating, cheating. and I'm flagrant with it. Okay. So, <laughs> because I heard that version first, I'm calling it the original. Right. <laughs> and that version, Paul, mm-hmm. after I heard that version, I deleted Diplo's whole album off mm-hmm. my phone because like, I don't need you on my no, phone anymore. This is the real version of the song. No, I don't, no. there's no reason to touch this song unless you're going to make it better, but you're subtracting from it and it's making it worse. Absolutely. What he did on the ad libs, what he did on the arrangement of the song, literally just changes the whole energy of the song and it, it makes now what is technically the original version but i'm going with the remix it makes it very irrelevant because like now it's an unfinished version that makes sense that mm. makes sense i ain't mad at that i ain't mad at that no flagrant over here come on man oh. that's what we are come on, when you're a superstar yeah. <laughs> you get a superstar calls you, you just get those calls what about you man what's the remix that you are ready to shit on i don't think i'm gonna get a flagrant mm. but i think i'll get a tech okay and i deserve a tech because mm. technically, um, the way we designed this this section, the mm. way we envisioned it was that what's it? You loved the original song, and then the remix came and ruined it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like the original song. <laughs> I don't like the original. I don't like the remix. <laughs> but then I had the remix. I was like, you know, I hate this even more than I hated. The original song. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> and it's by an artist that we both really love. Mm. And it features another artist who we both really love. Okay. Uh, but for whatever reason, I hated this song. Because <laughs> she for whatever reason just kept repeating the fact that she's a savage. Why'd you say what you got a speech impediment? Yeah, like, I hate <laughs> this shit. This shit is, is a two pack of ass. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a bad song. <laughs> it's a terrible song. I don't know why Beyonce chose that Both one. Both <laughs> Like yo, she had so many great she songs. She had so many great songs. Why is this the one? Yo. <laughs> I don't know why. Why did Beyonce get home to write that verse for this song? Because <laughs> that verse would have been fire over Big Old Freak, but you chose me. You chose I'm a savage. <laughs> That's a like, nasty, bougie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Again, the TikTok? Really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is what y'all doing? Oh I, my God. I guess. Um, <laughs> it's a no from me, personally. <laughs> personally. But. Um, now we fuck with you, Meg. We really, really do. <laughs> yeah, we do. But <laughs> enough of the TikTok songs. Like, please. fam. 
Please, you're so much bigger than that. Don't let people make you into a TikTok artist. Yeah, I saw I saw a tweet the other day where someone's like, "I'm so glad this body song didn't catch on. This is the worst <laughs> shit I've ever." Yo, and you know that that song was literally just so that it could go crazy on TikTok again. Yo, this that album did not age well at all. At all, at all. I had about maybe a two week lifespan. Other than my shots fired track, which I'm still bumping. But there were so many, I told you on the day as well, like, the songs just, there's not enough on there for you to really, like, keep the album in rotation. Yeah, man, we'll have a Meg The Stallion podcast one day. Yeah, eventually. When would you say her name part two? Yeah. Um, but hey, 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 Paul, mm-hmm. that was our 16th get to <laughs> Hey, for real. Because <laughs> we didn't do one on episode yeah, one. We didn't do one I know on episode 17, guys, get off my neck, flipping Bro, hell. If you really want to get to know, you should go and listen to episode one. When truly do the history, come up. you should see the come up, man. Crazy come up we back really when we didn't really have mics like that. Like, we didn't have mics at all. <laughs> we're trapping off the bandwidth. <laughs> we? <laughs> we, we're, we're, we're going by strength, we're going by yeah. faith alone. <laughs> we're going by faith alone. And man said, Should we should we plan it now? We'll just start talking. And we'll just start <laughs> like, talking. We introduced ourselves like seven times. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Audio issues, like oh my goodness. Oh my goodness! Look at us now, man. That's crazy. You guys don't even realize that like, we started with Conway the Machine for our first segment in our first podcast. <laughs> and we said, "Hey, yo, all right, let's get into it." <laughs> Whether you niggas like it or not, Griselda. <laughs> oh man, Ugh. Paul. Yes, sir. We have to have that, that discussion now. Mm. Um, cool. So basically. Over the last week, um, if you've been on Twitter, Instagram, and you're from the UK, um, I'm sure you would have seen it. For those of you outside the UK who may not have seen it, I think it's a very poignant topic that needs to be given light. So basically, over the last week, um, one of the stars of Love Island, um, a Nigerian girl called Joande, mm. and another mm. one of the stars of Love Island known as Lucy. Um, Lucy came out and told the world that Yoande had been bullying her um, during their time on Love Island together. This came to a shock to most of us over on, I guess, what is called as Black Twitter. As whilst we were watching Love Island, Yoande was very much someone who minded her own business, someone who, outside of her drama, really didn't get into much drama and her drama was very much around oh okay let me talk to this guy why is he playing games it was never really oh i don't like this person i don't like this person she just seemed like a very what's the word well-mannered girl is that the word word mellow chilled chilled. good vibes very much good vibes like (laughs) there's no point where i was like oh i don't like this girl she was just a very calm person um now Obviously, as I said, Lucy came out and accused her of bullying. Um, Yowande has recently come out and said, no, she never bullied her. She just did what a lot of black people should do, which is she demanded equal treatment, Mm. is what I'm going to go with. Mm. Um, Lucy came up to her and obviously, as you do, you introduce yourself. Um, Yowande introduced herself as obviously Yowande, last name Biela, and this Lucy girl came up and said, you what? 
I, what? I don't, I can't say that. Can I give you a nickname? And Yawande said, no, my name is Yawande. And Lucy has now come with that energy, said that that energy was bullying. Mm. Um, the reason I say that she'd been accused of bullying for demanding equal treatment is because if someone called Xavier mm-hmm. came up to Lucy and said, my name's Xavier, she would have said, oh, Xavier, cool, I got it. Mm-hmm. If someone called, I don't know, Siobhan from mm. Ireland said, my name is Siobhan, this is how you spell it. She would have like, Siobhan, yeah, cool, I've got it. If <laughs> someone said, yo, what's that sauce called? And she and they asked her and she would have said, what's the sheer sauce? I'm not hearing any, any struggle in your voice when you say it. Um, there's all these complicated words that you can say, but Yawande is a complicated name because it is not from the country that you were born into. And I think it's a very poignant topic because it's something that Paul, I'm, I'm, I know that you and me both dealt with it a lot in secondary school, Great where nice. you say your last name and people sort of just like they immediately start laughing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's crazy because I didn't really think of it too much. I never really, I'd never really deeped what they were, what the implication of it was. But essentially, we've been taught from a young age that, oh, we need to really take care and time when we're telling people our name because of the inconvenience to them mm-hmm. that our name is our name mm-hmm. and it's not a simple name like John's or Smith's, um, which is just, when you boil it down, it's wrong. Facts. Um, I think it's something that everyone needs to take time in mm-hmm. and really just be very mindful that you respect people's cultures. Mm-hmm. You respect people's heritage, mm-hmm. and more importantly, you respect people's name because, at the end of the day, that is the first point of identification. Fair. Is their name? So you telling them, "Oh, can I call you this?" You trying to give people a nickname is an insult. No, that's not the name that their mother gave them. Mm-hmm. Now, if a nickname naturally occurs, that's different. Mm-hmm. But me saying this is my name is like, "Oh, can I call you this instead?" No, you can't. No, my can't. name is my name. <clears throat> that's Pusha T once said. Look, man. <laughs> Listen, we know I know way too many Damilaros that had to go by the name of D. Mm. I know way too many Damilos who had to go by the name of D. I know way mm. too many Ades who get called Aid. You know what I'm saying? Like, even me, my name is not Paul. Paul is the dad name on my passport, bro. Like, mm. my name is Onamrawaju Damilare Paul mm-hmm. Olubayo. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, so, but, but we, we live in a world where unfortunately, like, if I came out as a six-year-old and said, hi, my name's Alain Rewaju for the next 20-something years of my life, everyone's just going to be butchering it. And it goes deeper than that. Like, that's just in conversation. Like, Alain Rewaju is the first name on my passport. It's not the first name on my CV. Yep. It's no one yep. It's no one Because we, we, <laughs> we know what that issue brings. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, we I, I never really realized until a few years back, like, just... Uh, the actual detrimental effect that little things like that have on us as people and have on our culture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? In a world where so many of us now are being born outside of, you know, the home country or our home nations, our name is like our first lineage back to home. Like, we're going to, full disclosure, like I don't speak Yoruba like that. So we're going to go into an age where there's going to be more people, unfortunately, like me, who may not necessarily know their, their home language to the best of their ability. And so to then take away the name from them is another, you know, 
form of it's another form of colonialization let's keep it a bean right like mm. especially when you look at like i say as someone who is yoruba our names mean something most african yeah. names have a deep seeded like meaning it's not like oh my name's i don't know i don't know who this lucifer person is in it but like <laughs> um like my name's lucy or my name's liam like i don't know what i i've i've speak i've spoken mm. english 20 of my 23 years on this planet right like, mm. I, that's I, crazy you were speaking english until you're three no i probably was just not fluent okay okay i hear it like i i have no idea what liam means do you know what mm. i'm saying like liam ain't in the dictionary nowhere like i don't know what the hidden meaning is behind liam maybe there is one you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying i don't know what the hidden meaning meaning behind reese is maybe there is mm. one i don't know i know what olama wedring means yep it means some shit it was a prayer onto my yep. lineage. Do you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it was a prayer onto my lineage and so when I said, if I introduce myself, yo, my name is Olamro Waju. If I give you the right to call me that, because a lot of times I just don't give people the right to do that. Like, mm-hmm. you, you and I have been friends for years. I wouldn't allow you to call me Olamro. It's for superiors. For, mm. Like, it's for people who are superior to me or my immediate, immediate family to be mm. using that name frequently, right? Like, if I give you the right to call me that, you're going to pronounce it how it's pronounced. Because one, it's, a, it's my name, but two, it's a prayer. Like, it really yeah. means something. So, like I say, to this Lucifer woman who I don't know, I don't know anything about her, I don't watch the show Love Island, please forgive mm. me. Um, check yourself, man. Yeah. And all people at home, check yourself. Respect people's names. Because, I mean, you you mentioned Siobhan and you mentioned Neve, and that's, that's all great. But, like, I watched for a decade when everyone and their grandmother was able to say denarius or tagargan or whatever oh, they were saying on game of thrones <laughs> that's a fact do you know what i'm saying that's <laughs> like, a fact. like that in the 80s niggas were speaking klingon klingon <laughs> is a made-up language <laughs> <laughs> and, and never mess up any of their names no, and once if you mess up a klingon name is bro you could get sent to prison for that shit <laughs> <laughs> the guys look at you like you're crazy you're but then crazy. i say oh his name is Babs. Like, how, bad, 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 bad. What? <laughs> Where is that? I'm gonna call you B. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, you're not. So oh now, man, name name is such a huge, huge thing. Like you said, it's the first part of our identify identification, mm. and you gotta respect it. Mm. Mm. You have to respect it. You have to respect it. Are you man, learn, or are you gonna learn why they call me the big crit? <laughs> you've got to respect my first name you're going to learn some other names like, <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Listen, man, to all you people who struggle pronouncing names, get your shit together. Get yourself man. together and go be good. ASAP. No Rocky. 
I was gonna say it. I was gonna look. This is why we're a dynamic duo. Oh, I just feel the love. Look at that. I was right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cue the Wade Lebron. Oh, like say, like say, it's Lob City. Come on, man. Do you see what I did there? Lob City, because mm. I'm mm. bringing you to this city. Are we a city man. or are we still Come a town? On, Come on, man. We're still a town, but you we're know that's let me, let me bring it to the town. Let me take you mm. to where I'm from. Um, so, yeah, so for this episode, track 17, where I'm from, we want to, you know, shine a light on Milton Keynes. Yep. I don't know why Milton Keynes don't be shining a light on us. We want to shine a light on the <laughs> artists <laughs> and the music coming out of Milton Keynes and the surrounding areas. Um, Milton Keynes, for people who don't know, is a very young city. Um, it's just over 50 years old which for the United Kingdom is extremely young, especially when you consider that we're in between, um, we're equidistant from mm. London, Birmingham, Oxford and Cambridge, which are all just ridiculously historic cities. I remember one yeah. time I was in, when I was in San Diego, I met someone from Australia and he was like, I really like my, one of my dream places to go is Cambridge, right? Mm. I was like, why is Cambridge one of your dream places to go? He was like, because there are houses in Cambridge which are older than Australia as a country. I was like, damn, damn, you got a point there, you got a point there, you know what I'm saying? Like, but even then, he shouldn't want to go to Cambridge, yeah, <laughs> nothing so in Cambridge, Cambridge like, not at all. <laughs> Cambridge is a slum, yeah, you're gonna see that first house, be like, whoa, this is cool, and then that's it, <laughs> that's it, <laughs> just gonna see white privilege. <laughs> so it's one of those episodes <laughs> now he said that like and so yeah Milton Keynes is an extremely young city surrounded by all these old cities like even the church that we both have frequented for years that building itself mm. is older than Milton Keynes as a city Milton mm. Keynes wasn't a city when that church was built um, so Milton Keynes is very young and with that means that we're still growing and a lot of things out of it are really still evolving. And one of the things that is definitely still evolving and growing in this country, in this country, in this town's youth, is the music scene. Yes, sir. Especially the music scene that we be talking about, which is the music scene of Black Origin. So, you know, your mm -hmm. hip and your hop, your mm. R and your B. Yes, sir. Um, your jazz and mm. your blues, your mm. soul, um, your grime and your drill, mm -hmm. all of it. And everything in between and wider um and so we have a young up-and-coming scene we've got a couple of artists that we want to talk about today but before we get into that i actually had a question i was thinking on in preparation for this episode and i wanted to pose it to you um kex okay to get your thoughts on it yes, so when sir. we think about like music and cities or we think about music in like states for example in the us right there mm. are some cities towns and states which have like a definitive sound right so yeah, when we think definitely. about when we think about cali it's usually you know one it's either g-funk or then two mm -hmm. you go to like it's just feel good vibes it's mellow it's smoking music because yeah. all they really do out there is smoke weed mm. in heathens we can never be serious <laughs> you look at you know atlanta Trap beats, mm. trap sounds. Even even the rap rappers out of Atlanta that have a trap beat, like mm. this nigga in it four times in a row, one trapper, like, you know mm. what I'm saying? I'm butchering man, up. We need this nigga in it, man. You already <laughs> know, one trapper of the year, four times in, in a row. row. Like, That's crazy. Because I, 
to my knowledge, they don't even give out Trapper of the Year awards. So like that. So the fact that he won, bro, that's the same Jeezy who said he was selling the coke for LeBron when LeBron was wearing number six. Like, <laughs> no, you weren't. Um, <laughs> LeBron, I promise you, LeBron doesn't do coke. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously like Ti, and then even to the modern day, you know, you got the Migos, you got Twenty One Savage. Shout out Twenty One Savage, um, our UK brother. Come on, man. Big homie. Big Um you know, you look at New York, the boom bap sound, the lyricism, the wordplay, all of that. Then you look at somewhere like Chicago and the storytelling. Chicago mm. is just a city of storytellers, whether it's Chance, whether it's Kanye, whether it's Common, whether it's No Name, mm. Lupe. Um, city of storytellers, right? Yeah. You look here, you've got North London, South London, we know the vibe, you know? Yeah. Straight, straight, straight shellings, straight yep. chickens, straight chickens, mm-hmm. straight. Mm-hmm. Like you know, <laughs> like we know the feel. So my question to you is: Should that day come when Milton Keynes becomes a hub of all things music? Mm. What, from what you know of the town through all your years living here and to how you view it today, mm. what is the type of music that you you envision will the Milton Keynes will be known for? Man. Man, um, damn, all right, that's a that's a great question. Um, before I start answering your question, mm-hmm. um, I just want to point out that this is really why we need to have another celebrity on to mm-hmm. give an interview for because look mm-hmm. at what we haven't look at what Paul just came out with out of nowhere, out mm-hmm. of the tuck. Imagine what question we could be asking Miss Armani. Mm-hmm. Be mm-hmm. it's not that section yet. It's not that section um, yet. Imagine <laughs> what questions we could be asking Snow Allegra if you're at it. Fam, if you guys were adding her properly, we could really give you such a deep dive into her character. Like, but no, no, you guys want to be adding bougie on the internet. Like, oh, I don't want to add her for you guys. Come on, man. Fake hair, fam. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Anyhow. <laughs> we love you, really. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, damn, what type of music will Milton Keynes be known for? Um, it's an interesting question mm-hmm. because, as you said, like, we are especially living in Milton Keynes, you can tell that a lot of Milton Keynes, a lot of the culture in Milton Keynes is very much um, London adjacent. Mm. And it's something that I felt for a while. And then I got to uni and that's when it was like really, oh no, yeah, there's a reason I'm chilling with, like all my friends are now from London because no one from Milton Keynes really followed me here. And Milton Keynes, London people just understand me. Like they get what I'm trying to say. They get the way I carry myself, blah, 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 because the culture is very similar. Now, in saying that, you know, you're also 100% right when you said we are literally equidescent from a bunch of other places. Um, I think the benefit of that is that Milton Keynes, the people in Milton Keynes anyway, they're more open to getting sounds from different places, if that makes sense. Um, You know, obviously, we're going to get into it a bit today as well. The music that's coming out of Milton Keynes at the moment, you do hear influences of like maybe that Atlanta sound. You hear those trap beats being used sometimes. Um, you do hear drill sounds being used sometimes. Um, you hear maybe what you would expect to hear from Birmingham. You get those same visuals sometimes. Like it's really just an amalgamation of everything. So I think when the year comes where Mil- there are a lot of artists coming out of Milton Keynes. And the question is, okay, what type of music are we getting from Milton Keynes? I think it's going to be a collage of things. I think it's going to be um, Milton Keynes is that place where everything sort of comes together 
beautifully if done right. That's what I'm hoping for anyway. Mm. It's either that or it's going to be just that place that you can't put your thumb on. They don't have a style. It's just a bunch of other places' styles. But I don't expect that from us because I know in Milton Keynes anyway, there's a lot of talented people who are going to do things right. And I trust that if people do things right, then we'll end up at the right place. Mm. Mm. No, I like that. I like that. Because like for me... Like I said, I was prepping for this episode and I was listening to the to the artists and the projects that we're going to get into for this little segment we got right here. I was sat there and I was thinking, like, we're a city of storytellers. Mm. Like, that's the sound. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're a city mm. of storytellers. Like, I'm, I, every, people in Milwaukee know where I live, right? I, like, I live in Lake State. I live in one of the hoods of the hoods, right? Mm. We don't really have, like, obviously people go through it and there's some real shit that happens here. We know about some of the crimes that happened here rest in peace to all those who have lost through knife crime and violence like that but like to the extent of like a london or something like that like we don't really have drillers like that you know what yeah. I'm saying? like even like i said people out here in later state which is what it is we have it bad but we don't have it as down bad like we ain't getting it out of the mud and out of the gut and now obviously everyone is everyone's situation is different but i don't believe that on the whole we have like that culture of needing to get out of the mud get out of the gut the other nation, the other cities have the force yeah. people to like portray that in their life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then to that same extent, right? When people start living high life and luxuriousness, mm-hmm. they, get, they get the fuck out of the city. Yeah. <laughs> London is right there. Like, why am I here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and so I think with that, like, and just how people grow up in the city, like a lot of people either take the just to school. You, you yeah. take the bus to school or you walk a lot, right? Yeah. Unless mm-hmm. you unless you happen to live close and you can like your parents can drop you off. But most mm. people I took the bus to school, you took yeah. the bus to school, or you would walk, yep. you'd walk to and from city. There's mm-hmm. so there's a lot of time where you can just be like in your own head, in your own thoughts. You add on top mm-hmm. that there's nothing to do in this godforsaken <laughs> town. <laughs> First 4D cinema in the UK, man. Yeah, like, on, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get lit, man. Let's go cinema. Let's go cinema. As a kid growing up, like there's really either things are really far away, or mm. there's just like not as much to do. So you do spend a lot of time in your own head. And so as I was listening to the music that was coming out from the people that we're going to talk about. And I was just thinking mm-hmm. about the sound and the vibe of this city. I was like, yo, we're seeing storytellers. Yeah, low-key. Low-key. And it's funny, like, now that you say that as well, another part of having, like, damn it, the luxury of going out and not being just, like, another person, like, how can I put it? When you go into these unis, and for people who are listening who haven't gone to uni yet, um, something to get ready for, especially if you are from Milton Keynes, mm-hmm. um, you go to these unis and people ask you, oh, where are you from? Yeah. Because obviously you don't have a northern accent, so they haven't no. assumed that you're from anywhere crazy. And <laughs> you say, correctly so, Milton Keynes. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, where's Milton What's Keynes? Yeah. Because the answer they were expecting was north, south, mm-hmm. west. <laughs> yeah. like, they expect you to be from London. So having the privilege of like being someone who actually, their answer required more conversation, yeah. um, you quickly realise that in order to really make people around you understand that no i don't come from london but i also don't come from this little village that yeah. you're picturing where it's just farmland we are like an actual we, we should be a city Life but we're town. <laughs> um trying to like paint that picture for people you almost have to become a storyteller in its own sense very even even within Milton Keynes, like estates 
You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, yep. where I'm from, you no one ventures to Lakes Estate. Like, no one has business there. Do you know what, mm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you if if you don't live in Lakes Estate, you don't go to school in Lakes Estate. Because why the fuck would you? We have the two worst schools, right? Mm. Like, so all of a sudden, it's like for me having to explain where I was living to mm-hmm. people from as early as like primary having yeah. to describe it you're having to describe the environment you're having to explain things like you're having to exp- you're having to describe why why did you leave say why are you taking two buses to go to this school like why mm-hmm. don't you just go to this the school that's right next to you i was like oh mm-hmm. because of this this school this and this happens and they don't actually yep. get taught and it's not a school it's a daycare um <laughs> <laughs> yo man i love that oh, state, man, man. Those niggas in Leon were hopeless. Them Leon niggas had it down bad. <laughs> I'm, sh- nice for what? I'm, sh- I'm, I'm certain that I'm certain none of them have read of my summer. Like people need to. Answer. I'm confident in saying this because. <laughs> the stories I've heard from the people in Leon, they didn't strike me as the type to sit down and listen to a podcast. I, I, I think we're safe. I, <laughs> I think we're safe. <laughs> let me allow it. Let me allow it. Yeah, Shout yeah, out Leon it. alumni. Yeah, my, my, poco- my postcode is still here. Like, they can find me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I do oh, think, man. like, and like you say, even with uni, having to describe yourself, I had the same going out to the States, having to describe where in the UK I was from. And mm. why it's not London or Manchester. So no, don't. I mean, I am from Manchester. I was born there. That's my home. But like, yeah. it's not London. So don't ask me about, you know, have I been to Buckingham Palace? I haven't. I haven't been to Buckingham Palace. Like, I haven't been to, mm. I mean, I've been to Big Ben, but I haven't been on the London Eye. Like, I don't do this touristy shit. Like, I'm I'm from the hood. I'm from the trenches. I'm from Milton Keynes. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm paying out. <laughs> <laughs> but, man. Yeah, having hmm. to tell that story. And I think that flows us really well into one of the storytellers that I would like to speak about on this podcast, which is the artist known as Majestic mm. and his song, Real Life's Peak. Mm. Um, I'm going to play a little snippet for the people so we, can, so we can get into it um, a little bit more. So I say this is Real Life's Peak by Majestic. But it, it, it was right. That's what it was, that's what it was, that's what it was, that's what it was. I told him real life, peak free the guys in the slammer. I turned 18 and Jesse had to get my man up. I'm billing up this dream, chase my peas like Montana. Streets turn me mean, we need a Dean. I miss my brothers, found the grass, yes. Greener move, snake, and I'll just burn it off. Mumsy died, young pops told me, son, just run it off. Look into my eyes, know the skies, you know that satin's off. Looking in the sky, I'm trying to fly like I'm just satin lost. Bringing more back, his name the price, no one's a fucking cost. Taught myself how to ride bikes and how to handle what. Brother, show me crime, it's love the nine and get that satin done. Give the grub to souls, keep making it happen, he'll get satin gone. Alright, that was Real Life's Peak by Majestic. Mm. Um, real nice song at least that's mm. my opinion I really enjoy that song I, heard, I liked it the first time I heard it um, from some of my people what, what, what are your thoughts what are your feelings because like, I think like that really goes into what I was saying about just like storytelling you know yeah yeah, yeah. I mean um, again like you just said um, if we're talking from a storytelling aspect wow wow like you almost it's almost one of those songs where it silences you damn near like you just have to sit down and listen to the story he's telling listen to the things he's lived through just listen to what he's saying like it's crazy it's crazy and it's 
I'm not sure like a different side of Milton Keynes that a lot of people wouldn't even expect. Nah, for real. A lot of people don't assume things like that happen here. Um, for whatever reason, because, you know, wherever you go in this world, you're always going to find things like this happening. Um, but, man, man, his storytelling ability, like, yo, you guys won't know it because we, we will edit it so that it's only a snippet and you should go away and go and stream that and listen yeah. to the whole thing. But us here sitting down, like, we just listen to the whole song. And usually, you know, we'll say one or two things to cross to each other whilst it's playing. We just sat there in silence. Like, we just listened because... Yeah. That's what great storytelling does. Like when you go to the movie, when you go to the cinema, should I say, which we haven't done time. I miss mm. the cinema for real. Mm. But when you go to the cinema, if you're watching a good movie, you don't want to talk to your guy whilst you're watching it. Again, like when you're listening to a good storyteller, you don't want any type of sound interrupting you. You just want to hear what is being said. And that's what he's doing. And it's amazing. Nah, for real. Even from just the title, like real life speak. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a life we may show you on social media. There's a life mm. we may see when you see me out and like, oh yo, what's good? Yo, I'm good, man. All good's good. But yo, mm-hmm. in reality, like real life is peak for our people from places not from the United Kingdom. Peak just means mm-hmm. it's rough, like it's yeah. tough. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's what that song means. Like it's peak. It's rough. You know what I'm saying? It's it's difficult mm. out here, and and that's what it is. Like real life is peak, and then to go out. And for the next three minutes or whatever, it's just tell a captivating story that, like, literally, we like, like Kex just said, we were sat here just. And I, I've had that song so many times, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've literally had that song so many times. And each time I hear it, each time it comes on, I'm every single time I just sat here, like, yo, this is it's crazy. It's real. And especially because, like, sometimes, like, he mentioned that RIP Mitch, like, sometimes you know the mm. stories that he, they're talking about. You know the people that they're mm. talking about, right? And so it's like it even takes you even deeper because you're just thinking back to these different stories around the city that you've heard and that you know. Yep. And I think like we were saying that a few on um track twelve with drillings when you were talking about mm-hmm. Marsalu and, and frontlines and being able to know exactly what he was the streets he was talking about or the mm-hmm. like the routes that he was taking, like, you know, to mm. like hear a song like this and storytelling like this, and to actually like like there's a video out for this you can check out on YouTube. And it's like, look, watch the video. I'm like, oh, I know these people. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But then to also be like, oh, I know these people. I didn't know some of the shit that they had to go through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's mm. really, it's really eye-opening that. I mean, it's a just from a music aspect, it's a great, it's a great fucking song. It's great. It's fantastic. It's a great fucking song. Like, there's real skill in the mm. like, like you said, like people don't realize how hard it is to actually like capture an audience and keep them engaged mm-hmm. for any period of time, mm-hmm. especially on a song. And to do that, like there's no hook to that. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing no catchy. <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> catchy about that <laughs> like, at all. This is not a song that you're supposed to go away and like be quoting. <laughs> no. But at the same time, it's a song that demands that you really focus. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like I said, when you can just, have music that's just captivating i think this is i think it's just mm. a great song i can't wait to see what continues to come and mm. what, what comes next um mm. it's very exciting i think especially for this artist this type of artist man do you know what like how can i put it you see what rap man does mm. i can imagine him doing this in just pure album form mm-hmm. like song one to song maybe 10 just a story like literally a very 
a very detailed story from song one to end that just finishes off or even leaves us on a cliffhanger is something I can imagine him being able to do very well because just that ability. Yeah. There's no fam, there's a lot of like solidified artists who without a catchy hook in there are not mm. gonna be able to capture my attention the way that that song captured that my attention. Did. No, for real. And I think that's that's a great take. I also think like just listening to that like that that song sounded therapeutic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It sounded like a, mm. a lot of expression. Mm. I don't know any of the stories behind it. Like I've I've met that artist maybe once or twice in like passing but mm. like that sounds like someone who's just like expressing some real hurt that they've had to go through and mm. that's always i mean you do that i mean you know who my favorite artists are so you do that <laughs> you've got me but then you do it in such a captivating way again about some people that i actually have known about mm. and some stories i've heard about it's like yo it just adds another level to it. Adds another level of realism. A whole another level of mental realism. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. So, this, so this is what we do. Mm. Nah, I see. <laughs> I've been watching a bunch of CGI videos cool. recently. <laughs> VFX videos. And I can't lie. I'm in my director's bag as of late. So. Nah, <laughs> yeah, man. I love that. Shout out to Majestic. Uh, mm. Real Life's Peak. Please go and stream that. Watch the video yep. on YouTube subscribe follow keep in mm. touch um mm. with that you should follow our, our instagram page it's at yep. two underscore stubborn underscore nigerians that's yep. at two underscore stubborn underscore nigerians you should also follow no us, you should also subscribe to us on youtube at two yep. stubborn nigerians um yeah man yeah for yeah. real for real that's simple mm. um <laughs> should we take it to the next one we should take it to the next one paul all right, man. He's no. next on the roster. Oh man, we're gonna take you somewhere, man. I, you, you know me, fam. Mm. Me and Math stopped being friends from a young, young age. <laughs> from a young, young age. Um, I've said it before on this podcast. We stopped being friends as soon as she brought her ex into the equation. Because, because <laughs> why would I deal with all that trauma? Um, listen, listen. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. No, Paul, because I have to... I know I've told him before, but I've told him again. Yeah. All we need from you guys mm-hmm. is to add Snow Allegra so we can yeah. get these damn vocals done. That's all Because the album's ready. The album's done. You're hearing my guy. He's ready to perform. Bro, I just said that this is a town, a town, of, a town of storytellers. It may be a, a town of wide, wordsmiths. Because mm. the word play. Mm. Listen, man. But yeah, you know me. I was never a fan of maths in school. Um, but I can do the first 10 pretty well. Because mm. I know that after one comes two. Yep. And after two comes three. Mm-hmm. Right, that's where it gets tough. Okay, no. After three comes four. Slow it down. Yeah. Yeah, don't rush, don't rush. You got this. Yeah, I remember. Because if Billy has four apples, mm-hmm. and then you take away three. Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. he's obviously left with one. Mm-hmm. But if Billy has six apples, yeah, yeah, and you you take away one, man, mm. then that means Billy's left with. I hate a nice nigga that keeps on taking one of his apples for real. No, for real, for real. He needs to snuff him for real, for real. <laughs> Bro. Um, yeah, you can't let him play you like that. But <laughs> it means that Billy's left with five. 
Breaking the rules, are you trying to face the consequences? I'm out here trying to bridge the gap between my predecessors Student, I received them lessons I'm breathing now, so I just count my blessings It's an injustice if my name ain't mentioned Had a lot of reasons why I shouldn't try My mind is against me Battling depression, battling the constant pressure All these expectations just beyond my measure I've always wished I had a shorter temper Colder like the month November And that's the month I was born Swear I'm so accepting, far too forgiven Of niggas that done me dirty But I realised that Mm. That's five for my niggas. That was um the song five. Yep. Of the EP five. Yes, sir. By Mr. Cam Thomas. Yo, Paul, do me a favor. Yes, sir. How many songs, man? Oh, it's five songs. How many how many minutes? Oh, it's 15 minutes. That's crazy. Cause that means that there's so many fives. There's all fives around. all over. There's fives all over. <laughs> oh man. And it's funny because it's funny because you support the Raptors and y'all are in need of a five. <sighs> Desperate need. No, no, for real. Messiah, I know you listen. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Because you just made this so serious. Messiah, please. Please. <laughs> Get that nigga babes off my team. Please. <laughs> please. I'm so five. sick of him. He can't defend nothing. Five by Cam Thomas. Um, mm. this, is, this is the reason we're getting this podcast, actually. Um, this EP came out. And one of our good friends, my brother from another mother, Mr. Daniel Odorindi. Some mm. of you were saying, where have I heard that name before? You've heard mm. that name from Odorindi by Odorindi. Yes, sir. Make a statement without saying a word. That's mm. Odorindi by Odorindi. Make a statement without saying a word. Um, he also is the head honcho at Wisdom and Knowledge. You can find mm -hmm. them at Wisdom and Know. You can also find them on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this on. Um, and the Eating Nuggets podcast, which gives you so many nuggets throughout the week. Um, but yeah, he this EP came out. Cam is a friend of Daniel's, and Daniel hit me and said, Yo, it would be real dope if you and Raheem listened to this guy's project and just like maybe did a review on it because he's an MK guy, he's up and coming. Like, I think it's a really deserves some shine. So I was like, Yo, it's mm. a great idea. <laughs> it really inspired it. the whole thing, it really inspired the whole thing, a whole episode. So here we are. Mm. That was five. So we've listened to it. The whole mm. EP. Yep. What are you telling me? Paul? Yes, sir. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Really, really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what? Earlier, obviously, I said that Milton Keynes, when you asked me what sound can Milton Keynes end up really producing and giving to the world, yes, and I said it could be an amalgamation, mm -hmm. I said that with this artist in mind. Yeah. Um, listening to this ep man like you can almost and i think that's what i loved about it the most is the fact that i can almost hear that oh, okay i can hear your inspirations in your music now yeah and i can i can almost guarantee that like yo if this guy was to throw a party and just play like a random playlist i would probably really enjoy it just because mm -hmm. the like from what i'm hearing in your music i'm getting just shades of so many artists that i've loved before but it's literally shades and it's like so many that is almost completely unique. Mm. If that makes sense. Like I haven't really, this isn't something I've heard a lot of, if that makes sense. I like that. Cause it wasn't, you could see the influences, but it wasn't a poor man's copy. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like it was just, it's so well, every song, like, especially this EP here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The B selection. Mm-hmm. 
the ability to like his cadences over these different flows over these different songs again like all i can say is i can hear that there is influence from different artists there mm-hmm. but again it's just so unique it's just so well done it's so polished mm-hmm. if that's the word i don't know how to I really enjoyed this project. Really, really enjoyed this project. I feel you. I think that's the key word. Like I, I saw just was began to nod like profusely as soon as you said it. Enjoy. Mm. Like this is a really fun EP. Like I enjoy mm. I enjoy these five songs. I enjoy looping them and hearing them again. Like it's a yep. very enjoyable 15 minutes of work. Shout out to Cam Thomas, you did an amazing, amazing job. And I think to get to like also what you were saying there at the end there. There's a lot of skill that he mm. puts on display in different ways. Like mm. he said, like the control of cadence and knowing I'm going to switch my cadence up, man. I'm mm. on this track and on this track, yep. I'm going to give it a different one. It's like, it keeps you engaged. Again, mm. it's a tactic. It keeps you engaged and it's skillfully done. Yep. Wordplay in different places is so skillfully done. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I like, I like, I like that clip. Like I fucked with that. The, mm. um, and then again, the storytelling in yeah. different pockets was so, just even the start of that song five, like five for my niggas who've been with me from the beginning. Like, mm. and the label that I think that, or the team that they're t- working with is Five Entertainment, shout out Five Entertainment. I believe oh, nice. it's because there's only five of them. Like I checked their Instagram page and guess how many followers that people many- are following. They follow five. They follow people. five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. everything is everything is on brand. Because um, <laughs> even the album cover is wearing the number five on five. his jersey with the hand five. And come on, man. Come on, man. I love branding like this, man. I love, I love branding like this. This is exactly how niggas need to be branded. Honestly, honestly, so consistent. So consistent. Although <laughs> he does have a song called Four Man Deep, which I mean. Yeah, but it's Four Man Deep. Mm-hmm. And here's the fifth. Makes sense. Come on, we Makes just thought we just finished talking about Billy and his own. No, nah, no, nah, it does. It doesn't <laughs> make too much sense. It doesn't make too much sense. No, I really, I really enjoyed this EP. I'm, he's got a fan in me. I'm, mm. I'm thankful to Daniel Shout Rindy for sending this my way and like inquiring that we listen and that we talk mm. about it for whatever reason. I don't even know that we're the right platform, but um, <laughs> two stubborn Nigerians, well, who we are. Come on, man. We're always the right platform. We're always the right platform. 11 countries. You heard him mm. say it. Come on, man. 11. Come on, man. Hey, 11. I'm not going to keep on telling you the stats. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah we must. Yeah, no, I will. <laughs> I can't <laughs> like the stats make me so happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll always share them. Yo, <laughs> and, yo and, like our stats, yeah. They've mm-hmm. saved Milton Keynes from this week because for whatever reason they won't show us our England breakdown this week. Fam, <laughs> I promise you, we almost we would have cancelled this whole Milton Keynes episode if, if you guys I, were acting up. If I saw another week where Peter Bro is ahead of Milton Keynes, oh my goodness, can you imagine? I don't know anyone from Peter Bro. Fam, who do I know in Peter Bro that's going up like that? No one. They're just supporting off the strength. But Milton Keynes, I live here, where I lay my head. <laughs> I've walked the streets. I've said hello um, to you. I've roamed the streets. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's how they see me. Like, oh, I've really enjoyed the podcast. I can tell. I can yeah, tell. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> <Not tell. laughs> 
Hey, yo, Cam Thomas, man. Now, nah, in all seriousness, I really like this project. I really, mm. I suggest everyone go and listen to this. And I also think this is a project that like really translates to a wider audience from like, outside yeah. the UK. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, again, like like I said earlier, obviously there's different influences there that you can you can hear shades of them, and yes. I think that is what lends it to just being the album that can go. Like if there's a if there's how can I put it? If your album's going to be big worldwide, mm-hmm. it has to be digestible worldwide. Mm. And because there's so many shades of just different styles in here, it's like, yeah, no, that's something for everyone. Damn near. And it's like every song is some has something for everyone. For real. It's it's it was a really well put together project. Like, yeah. It's a very well put together project. Each individual each individual song is good. But then put together as well, they fit, and I really enjoy that. I mm. really, really enjoy that. Cam, um, if you hear this, shout out, man! Huge job, huge congratulations. You and whoever is in your team did a fantastic job um, with this project. Mm. Again, I inquire. Everyone's going. Listen, man. Virginia, Tacoma, Ohio, yeah. Netherlands. You'll enjoy this project. For real, for real. Um, for real. For real. For real. So that is five by Cam Thomas. Go stream cool. it. Listen to it. Yes, sir. Before we move off of this project onto the next mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do something. We haven't done this in ages, by the way. Um, damn. Damn, we haven't done this in ages. We haven't reviewed an album in a minute. Paul, what is your takeaway song? If there's one song off of this five song EP that you need people to go and listen to right now, what song is it going to be? Ocean Drive Freestyle. Mm. Ocean Drive Freestyle. I really like when artists of, of any level just like talk to you from the beginning. You know, yep. don't, no, no wasted energy, no wasted movement. Don't waste any time. Let's just get straight to it. And mm. let me, let me, well, I'm taking you on a journey. Come with me. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Take you on a journey. The song's called Ocean Drive. Because mm. listen, man, listen, man. Some people do this. <laughs> I do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my god. Um, nah, Ocean Drive Freestyle. I really, really like that song. I think it sets up the project very nicely. And like I say, mm. when you're when you're catching a new audience like I was, there needs to be something at the the jump that just forces them to engage. And mm. Ocean Drive Freestyle did it for me. What about you, Kekka Valley? Like that. Um, <laughs> it's funny. It's like literally the complete opposite. You went with the intro. Yeah, I have to say that the outro, I love it. Um, oh. If you finish any project that finishes with a wavy outro yeah. that feels like this had to be the outro, mm-hmm. like it almost feels like you approach this and you say, okay, cool, I have the album done. Now, okay, how am I ending this? And you end it in just a way that makes me say, man... I wish this project wasn't finishing. I want to, like, I want to listen to this whole project again, just so I can get to that, like, same satisfaction I get to once I hit this outro. Man, he yeah. did it here. Just that, that purely that beat selection. I've, t- I've said so many times on this podcast, I'm a sucker for good production, and mm-hmm. this outro is a masterclass in that. Like, literally, the beat comes on, and you already know it's dangerous because, like, he won't even—he doesn't say anything immediately. He lets the beat rock for a few seconds, and that's like, listen, you've got my attention now. You have my attention. The beat is doing beautiful things. Yeah. I'm hearing you pour something, <laughs> man. D I T D. 
is my yeah. go-to song, man. Again, just shout out Cam Thomas. Congratulations again on a really good EP. Can't wait to see what comes next from you from the camp. And now it's time to transition. Mm. So I, I'm so excited to talk about this, man. Mm. I'm so excited. So this um, next project is by an artist called Emil Carter. Man. The project that we're going to be talking about from Emil is called Untitled Rage. Mm. Fantastic mm-hmm. title. Like, <laughs> yo. Yo, boy. <laughs> Play something for me, man. Play something. Uh, let's get into it. This is, um, this is One of Those Days by Emil Carter. Mind full of 16s. I've been rhyming since I was 16. Some say I was a sick teen, living dreams about a past life. Met this chick on a fast night, hit me with the flashlight. Said, Are you the fast type? Love me and duck me in the same minute. Got things to do, so girl, I'm dipping. She's selfish in her ways. I'm selfish in my days. I guess I'm just having one of those days. One of those days. That was one of those days by Emil Cartel of the EP Untitled Rage. Untitled Rage, Untitled Rage, forgive me, came out on July 29th, 2019. It is nine songs. It is 25 minutes and 28 seconds. I remember this came out. I was in um, Washington, D.C. at the time Mm. doing presidential shit. Fuck Donald Trump. (laughs) Um, I was in Washington DC at the time and I was seeing all my people back here in you know the United Kingdom and Milton Keynes specifically put this mm. album on their stories and I was like oh who is this like a Milton Keynes guy like yeah I'll do this and mm. I went in with zero expectations and I haven't stopped bumping this album since so I'm really actually happy that we do get a chance to speak about this yeah. artist and this project um what did you think? Was this your first time preparing for this podcast? Was this your first time hearing this? Had you heard of Emil before? Talk to me. Literally. It's so funny because um, obviously when we started preparing for this podcast yeah. is um, really the first time where I made a conscious effort to find like artists in Milton Keynes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found a couple that I liked. And then you sent me this album to listen to along mm-hmm. with a couple others to listen to. And I don't know why. I just, I listened to the other ones and I put this one off. I put this one off. I put this one off. It got to the top of the week. I was like, okay, let me actually listen to this because Paul might want to talk about this album. Let me listen to this. Uh, I at least know what I'm talking about when we get to it. And that intro hit, kicked off. And I said, hold on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, why have I not listened to this yeah. sooner? Literally, and Paul, I literally just said it now whilst we're listening to it. Obviously, the people aren't here at home. But I literally, I looked at you and I said, this guy is so cold. Like, there's a way that he flows over the elite level beats that he's selected right away. Like, I have the ear to say, this is the one. This Mm -hmm. beat is is such an underrated talent. Like, not a lot of people have it like that. And every single beat I've heard this guy on, different. Flawless man, I'm, I'm with you. The word is flow, flowing and floating and gliding, whatever, mm. whatever synonym you want to throw in there. 
Um, <laughs> you see what I do, man. Oh. <laughs> Album ready. <laughs> I'm always ready. I'm here. <laughs> um, we could have picked any song as well, and that would have mm. been on display. You know, I picked one of those days because sometimes it's, it's, it's snowing outside. Like, yeah, it's not. It's, it's one of those days. Literally bro. one of those days, man. It's literally just one of those days. Like, we were meant to be in studio today. Um, <laughs> virtual studio <laughs> but you know it's one of those days and so we wanted and so i wanted to play that but i could have picked the same i could have put the intro is kept saying because that intro starts that beast starts going here again captivating in mm. like, you could have picked i could have picked untitled rage like the yep. title song which is amazingly good mm. um and the skill is on display from the jump like and again this is really the album where when i was listening to it it made me so the like demonstratively believe that like we are a city of storytellers um this nigga said demonstrative I, I, I can't even repeat the word I, i've already forgotten it that was complex <laughs> syllables and everything look that's at just, us that's just, that's just for my scholars out there you know <laughs> which, which which podcast you know that's going to give you album breakdowns and dictionary mm. breakdowns mm, come on man <laughs> And then in a few minutes, we're going to give you Armani Caesar deep dive. Jesus. So, one so, of a kind. One of a kind. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Come into a city near you. Um, no, I, I really, I really, really heavily fucked with this project. Like, mm-hmm. it was, it's just so refreshing. And it's a real good vibe. Yeah. It is, it, is, it is a real good vibe. And that's true. And I forgot to say this about um, Five by Cam Thomas as well. Like, it has a real good vibe. And... Mm-hmm. One of the things about Mon Keynes is that when you find like your group of people in Mon Keynes, mm-hmm. always just find a group of people that you just vibe with. Yeah. Like, no matter what. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people in Mon Keynes, like Mon Keynes is very shady. <laughs> it's, it's such a small place. There's not much to do but talk and listen. The men are jealous mm. and the women's all in competition. Now that mm. was a Drake bar about Toronto, but it also very much applies to Keynes. yeah but when you find your crew in Keynes, and this is true for like pretty much everyone you, you mm. always have good vibes like i have people raheem and i have known each other since four years old come man like good vibes all the way through i have people mm. i've known when whenever i see tweets like oh if you have friends from a decade you're so blessed like, literally i don't have <laughs> any friends <laughs> <laughs> like my friend slots have been full for a decade <laughs> i honestly and people don't understand this is something <laughs> it's a weird thing to think about isn't it but like i always ask myself why i'm not too open to like getting to know new people and it's just because, yo, <laughs> there's no more available spaces. Like, like, I'm, I'm friended out. I don't I'm need any more. friended out. Like, my availability, <laughs> I'm worn thin with the friends I already have. Um, <laughs> but I say that to say, like, you can feel the good vibes that do that this city does present in multiple, in its ways, mm. on this project. Yeah. Same again on Five by Cam Thomas. The mm-hmm. good vibes come through and it makes you feel... You know, you just be vibing, bopping your head, and then they're mm-hmm. flowing, and you tell the story, and the wordplay's going, and there's skill there, and it's polished, and like you said, the instrumentation, the beats. Man, man. man. Love you it. know what it is about this album for me? Talk to um, me. And there's a bit, you know, you get the same sort of vibe with um with Five, mm-hmm. but I think, is this album, EP, whatever, the, this project, um, is very, very evident with this project in terms of his style in terms of again the production that he chooses this project feels like summer mm. there's no i listen to it 
and I just wanted to be out in the sun, shorts, trainer, white air forces, just walking to city. Like, I just wanted to be chilling out on a field when I listened to this. It's just such a vibe. It's such a barbecue vibe. Like, every, all the beautiful things of summer is what I feel when I listen to this project. It's just Bro, so. There's definitely aspects of barbecue at Will and Lake. Like, yep. Right there. Mm-hmm. Right there. Look at where the we sun bouncing off beautifully. Come on, man. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Gosh. It feels like a Friday night at a point. Mm. <laughs> God forbid. Hey, yo. <laughs> the people that are tuning in from Singapore are like, where? <laughs> the what? The what? <laughs> imagine, imagine the pyramids of Egypt. Mm. Mm-hmm. But more beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as say more beautiful, but definitely more awe-inspiring because you'll be looking at it. Mm. What is this? How did mm. you get here? Why? <laughs> <are> you <laughs> I haven't really seen the documentation to tell me that the point didn't come before the pyramids. But no, that's for, for, for. hey, I digress. I digress. digress. <laughs> totally digress. Like, there isn't a good album. <laughs> um, nah, that's true. It definitely feels like summer, and it's reflective of the fact that the album came out in the summer, summer 2019. Mm. And I really enjoyed this project, man. I really did. Hmm. I really did. I would say, I would also say. Um, the just this past year in 2020, um, Emil teamed up with Cam Thomas to release um, a remix of the song The Same. The Same is um, a song here on the unt- Untitled Rage EP. And those two did a remix. And yeah, mm. yeah, mm. it's yeah, mm. you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, um, do you know what I'll say? <laughs> um, you know, obviously, before this episode, there's a lot of research done on on my side, yeah. and I became a fan of a lot of artists. Every artist I've spoken about today, I became a fan of. Um, but a mill cartel for me was slightly different in that everyone else is like, "Oh, I'm excited to hear what they have to come out following this." A mill cartel was the one where I was like, "No, I need something now. I need more. Mm. Like, I need, I need as much as you could give me right now. I'm going to download it and I'm going to have it on loop." For the yeah. rest of the year, because like, it's, damn, the vibe is just the talent is just on display, and I fuck mm. with that so heavy. It makes me really happy. Like I said, I do not know Emil from anywhere. I think we have mutual friends for real, for real. Mm. Um, which is crazy that none of my mutual friends are. Pl- Listen, man, don't don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it because hey. we're a Peterborough pad- we're a Peterborough podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until I move out to LA and I start to different. Well, I told you. <laughs> As soon as we get that minus one percent New York, mm. all mm. of a sudden the accent is changing. <laughs> hey, listen to my part before I slap shit out you. This is my part, B for real, for real. Like all of a sudden the whole backstory is changing. Like yeah, I grew up on Lennox, like I'm getting the whole Me me and Man Dukes was just at the Oh god. Really? Yeah, you, know, you know how much I used to confuse me when I was when I was younger. I'm like, wait, so your mum is mum Dukes and your mum is mum Dukes. Why did all of you guys get called Dukes? Like, uh, was gonna... Fam, it took me so long to realise what a bodega was. <laughs> I'd say like, what is the I wanna go to this store? Like, <laughs> why is it everyone in New York has been to this bodega store? Like, 
Like this bodega has everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a corner shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Nah, shout out to shout out to all the artists we've spoken about today. Is that more? Am I forgetting anything? There is. Oh, you okay. are. Hit you me. are. Um, an artist, young guy, mm-hmm. coming up. Um, now separate from everyone else. Yeah. Everyone else obviously had their had their stuff on um, you know Spotify streaming platforms. Yeah, most streaming platforms. Um, this guy is very very much up and coming. He goes by the name of Stony. Now you find this song on Spotify. Not Spotify. I just said not on Spotify. I imagine. You find this song on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. But he did me the favor of sending me a little snippet beforehand, and I'm gonna let you guys hear it now. Six months beat on each locks and I go watch your trigger meet on breeze. AKA Island Greece, when they bust down, you're so extra keen. Chinese stone, don't ever know, it's dog, the mother means. Pull up my foot with a chief, I spin a dog, no, say a blood clot, murder scene. Six months meet and teach that, say nigga, watch your trigger meet on breeze. AKA Island Greece, when they bust down, you're so extra keen. That was Three Headed Doberman mm. by Stoney. Could you imagine having a three headed Doberman? Go for bed. I said, "Look at the monsters you're summoning." Like. Speaking of which, man, I miss the days when niggas used to play Yu-Gi-Oh in, in the playground. Oh, bro, bro, I used to come to school every day with my cards on deck. Every day, in case a nigga wanted to smoke. <laughs> oh, oh square up. That was that was a period. I had I had. That was a period. We're gonna talk about the song. Don't worry. It was a period mm. I had Seto Kaiba's like whole flow. Like I stole it mm. from bar for bar. Like the exact mm. same way he would trade, I'm gonna trade this card, this card, and this card to some mm-hmm. of my three-headed blue eye. <laughs> I had it. I had all three blue eyes. <laughs> and then I had the three eye, then I had the card. I was like, yo, try me. I remember there was one day, yeah, because um in my primary school, every I mean every once every half term would have a day where like you have a, a pound day in it so you can go mm. to different things people be you spend a pound you get to play different games around the school mm. and that um and certain people are allowed to go around and sell things right shout out your set shout out your set <laughs> come on man that's uh, that's a monica's gang on business what? come on man <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because y'all wear red didn't it no <laughs> red? Blue, blue and white oh y'all are true Come on, man. I was about to say, yeah, the trash rat definitely wore navy. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Say so we're ready to jump on us. Yeah. Let's like say we didn't set off. <laughs> but <laughs> um, now, yeah, I remember one of those pound days, someone was walking around, and obviously, like, the morning, my mom gave me £10. So I'm mm. like, okay, cool. I got peaked. I was playing on different games. I played about five different games for the day. I had £5 left. Um... I was walking literally down one of the hallways and this one kid comes up to me and he says, oh, look at my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I was like, all right, cool. The first one I saw, Obelisk, the Earth Gods. I was like, okay, I need this. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll sell it to you. I was like, for how much? He's on a £5 note, man. £5? Okay. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Yo, why did I spend five pounds on one card? <laughs> Yo, I remember. Yo. I remember the time I had like the left foot of Exodia, mm-hmm. and I was going crazy. I was like, "Bro, try me!" Until I got to battle, I realized, "Yo, this is actually powerless." Yeah, you, you can't do anything with it. <laughs> they have no power. I was like, "Ah, being before different right here." Anywho, three-headed dopamine. Man, man, by Stony. Man, and again, again, this is why I said, um, if done right, Milton Keynes can be an amalgamation of a bunch of different sounds. Um, right there, you hear that some of our younger artists that are coming up, literally, again, they're finding that inspiration from different places and they're giving you their take on it. And it's just so, it comes off as just a vibe, it's a bop. Yeah, real good, real good. And we need that. I think that... Those bops and vibe songs are so important because those are the ones that you really, we need, we need. Especially in years like last year. Um, well, we don't know what this year is going to be. Hopefully it's not <laughs> not comparable to 2020. But those vibe songs are important for, again, the barbecues, the chilling with my friends, the, oh, okay, let me just listen to this whilst I'm on the bus. Mm-hmm. No, for real, I think um, very different to the... To the other songs and projects that we've spoken about on today's podcast but still has its own place real good vibe um real good from a real young guy so it's good to hear like you said the ability to have you know an influence and let that influence shine through but not be a cheap copy be Mm. be your own interpretation of it um i enjoy listening to it it gets my it gets my head moving and, mm. and, and that's the that's that's always a good place to be when you know you can force someone to have a reaction to your music. I think that's I think that's really like a the worst place to be is when people just have no reaction where people just hear something and be they don't hate it, they don't love it, they don't they're just okay, what's next? But for the song to yeah, play they're blank on it. Yeah, but for the song to mm. play and for us to like both be in here, bopping head, it's like, hey, this is mm-hmm. a nice vibe. You know, you're onto something. And like you say, it, it prevents, it presents a completely different sound to obviously what we've spoken about on this podcast. But that's Mountain Kings. Like, it's an amalgamation mm. of different, different cities, different towns, different vibes coming into one. And this is going to be a different vibe to what we'd already said, but it's a necessary vibe. And I liked it. I really, I, I like that song. That's Three-Headed Doberman by Stoney. Check it on SoundCloud. Yes sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like this, man. I really like this episode. Um, and you know it. It's funny because you just said it as well, but I don't think you noticed you said it. Milton Keynes is really like, is a hot pot of like different, like less, more than different cultures, different cities. It's funny, like you talk to people in Milton Keynes, like you weren't born in Milton Keynes. I wasn't born in Milton Keynes. Barely anyone I know was actually born in Milton Keynes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it literally is a whole bunch of cultures that are coming together. Like, it's still crazy to me. The only person I really know who was born in Milton Keynes is my little sister. And I laugh at her for it because, no. <laughs> how are you born in Milton Keynes? How are you born in Milton Keynes? How are you born in Milton Keynes, general? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cultured ass. <laughs> <laughs> so you, have, you just have no culture. <laughs> You're just like you don't know about these trenches, nigga. Right. Yeah, from the street. So you were just born in Zaflos. Um <laughs> No, I think you're right. But like also it goes like deeper than the people, like the city. Like mm. if you ever like just the roundabout structure, like yep. 
the grid system of mm-hmm. like actual cities and like the way the city was constructed was they took influences from Paris and they took influences from New York they took influences from London like the railway system like they just mm-hmm. took the amalgamation of everything to make the city you know what it was and then mm-hmm. you add in the fact that like you said people come from London people come from Manchester people came from Scotland people came from Northern Ireland all over Gaff Gaff Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> hey, if you didn't know we're British, <laughs> this nigga say, "Yeah." Gaff. Gaff. <laughs> I'm making audio so confused. Confused. <laughs> I'm like, "Gaff, yeah. what's a gaff? gaff?" And it's crazy because a gaff could also be a house. <laughs> crazy, crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, and a gaffer. Come on, man, it's the boss. Hey. <laughs> That's next week's lesson, man. <laughs> Bro, no way. And, and the boss. Is different from the boss man. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Nah, but yeah, the city's a this town is an amalgamation. I really hope the music scene does a great job of presenting that, but also does a great job of just like setting the tone for what this town should be going forward. Mm. Um we were very deliberate to like these specific artists today because we wanted to give a shine to like the up-and-coming black youth of this town and to show like where we're going because mm. like it runs deep here it runs deep here and and it's very important that we have a say in how this town moves even as listen man let's be real a lot of us are going to move out of this town like yeah. a lot of people who live here race here have voice oh, i don't want to you know, I can't live here for my whole life. And that's that's fair. You know, that's a prerogative. That's me too. Like, everyone knows where I'm about to go ahead and retire to. Mm. Shout out my San Diego people. All of, that, <laughs> all of that, all of that. But it's very important that, like, even as we go out and our voices are spread out, like, these artists' voices will be, that, like, they're able to tell the stories of where they came from and where mm. they grew up because there's going to be people just like them growing up in those same yeah. environments. And to have the lessons that, you know, again, taught on real life's peak to have the ability to just express yourself in the way that Emil Cartel does on Entire Rage and then to have the ability to show forth your skill set and your talent in the way that Cam Thomas does on Five. I think mm. it's really important. So mm. just huge shout out to each and every single one of them. Yep. Yep. I'm excited to see what's coming next. Yes, sir. And again, as you said, just keep on doing what you're doing. Keep and just keep on creating that vibe for the youth that are coming after you. All right, man. Listen. All of that was fun. Mm. I really, really loved it. Mm. Like, I really did. Mm. It's time for us to get to the shits. Oh, man. Oh, man. the song Liz Loves Luger by Westside Gun featuring Armani Caesar why did I play that at this time mm. because it's that time mm. we come together as a podcast yes sir and just speak on what did the one the only Armani Caesar do this week mm. 
by the time you're hearing this, um, one of the things she did will be known to you because the video for Liz Loves Luga was recorded and should be released earlier this week. So you should be, mm-hmm. here. the video should be out there by the time you hear this podcast. Right. But now let me tell you what she really did. Mm. You know, there's a song from our native land. Mm-hmm. And without going deep into the weeds in the song, the lyrics essentially say, Oma, you're going to make me fall in love. <laughs> ah, I hate this guy. <laughs> ah, she <gonna> chop my money. <laughs> chop my money. <laughs> chop my money. But I don't care. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, nah, she was just out there being sensational and, and you know, continuing to live just a bountifully beautiful life that she was living. She was on a boat somewhere by then. It was amazing to see. And, you know, I was a fan of her music. Mm-hmm. Her music. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved, just like I said about Ari Lennox last week, I love seeing these women just live their life. Mm-hmm. Is that the life is just going to inform the music. And, you know, at some point, Armani sees his life, a proposal will be coming her way. Um, <laughs> become the Mrs. Podcast Pete. No, but no, seriousness, the video for Liz Loves Luga, um, from the snippets I've seen, it looks great. I'm really excited. Mm. Um, this is, once again, your, your moment to um, go back and listen to the Liz album. Go back and listen to He Who Made the Sunshine by Westside Gun because why the fuck have you stopped? It's like Buster Rhymes. <laughs> honestly. <on> honestly. <laughs> Slick Rick is on there twice. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Um, but Raheem's got some hate. I've got some hate. i got some hate. Um, I can't lie, I've been hurt because as of late, Paul, especially since 2021 has started, um, I feel like we've made an excellent point of getting off to a brilliant start in our year. Mm. Um, you know, for those who don't know, we started off the year with our Drake episode, which was, you know, long requested, long asked for. We gave it to you guys, and I think that was a phenomenal episode. We really right. broke it down really systematically, and mm. well, just it was an excellent episode from us. Um, you know, I don't like to in our own horn, but I think we killed it. Cool. We then followed that up, right? And it would have been easy for us to rest and say, Yeah, we just gave them heat. Let's chill for a bit. We said, no, no, we're going to give you our biggest episode to date. We're going to get the Grammy-nominated, three-time platinum artist, Will Jordan, on board to give him an interview and break down why he is who he is today. Mm. And, yo, even in editing that episode, I got re-inspired like 20 times just through editing it. Um, that episode was amazing. Shout out Will Jordan, friend of the show. Yeah, well, friend, big friend of the show, man. <laughs> um, and, you know, after that, we could have chilled. I said, yo, let's take it easy. We said, absolutely not. Are you crazy? Do you know who we is? And we gave them change the forecast where we showed you everything that we expect to happen over the year of 2021. Yeah. And we killed it again, Paul. So that's what, three of three, we're killing mm-hmm. it. Now, during those three weeks, in fact, before those three weeks, Armani Caesar knew who we were because Armani Caesar told us, yeah, I'm going to check out your podcast, man. Mm-hmm. So why is it that when I go into her story, I'm seeing other podcasters there? Mm. Why is she? Why are you not here, Armani? Mm. And for that reason, and for that reason alone, I'm protesting today's "What did Armani Caesar do?" section 
Mm-hmm. Well, ask me what I'm doing instead of what did our money see to do section today. <laughs> nigga, just do it. <laughs> hey, Chloe Bailey, <laughs> shut it down, nigga. <laughs> hey, hey, guess what? Guess what? I ain't seen none of you do that busted yeah. down challenge since. <laughs> hey, got really quiet out there on TikTok, my guy. <laughs> Where have you guys been? <laughs> Yo, talk about, talk about break the internet. <laughs> Yo, whoa. Like, her and her sister said, all right, let's make our own Instagram pages. They made their own Instagram pages. Day next, not next day, day next, mm-hmm. she dropped this challenge and then all of a sudden, this trend that I couldn't get away from ends. That's yeah, it, done. Shut it down. No one's compete. <laughs> Niggas scared when <laughs> death comes scared. out. Everyone, everyone <laughs> ran to the east. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I joke, I joke, I joke, but I don't. Um, anyway, all. All. <laughs> I'm deadly serious. Deadly um, serious. Dead ass. <laughs> I love you. Um, anyway, <laughs> sweetie, that applies to you too. Yes, sir. Every single time. Oh man, That's my best sweetie. friend. She has <laughs> out, got her arm like spend mm. it on me. Oh yeah, that's another thing I want to let you guys know. Uh, Streets is back in the rotation. <laughs> it will be song of the day at some point this week. So you know, get ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Paul. Shout out to too. JT. Yep. Man. Yep. See you. You're one on Twitter, but we see you. Right. <laughs> you see Ari Lennon's got braids. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> hey, we sound like the thirstiest podcast in the world. Nah, because it's all music related. Because it's Bar- all music related. Bro, Shea Baby Part Two is loading. Like it's oh, great man. itself as we watch. Oh man, and that oh that was gonna be dangerous. I almost don't want her to drop it until summer. I almost don't want to. I need her to drop that in summer. No, I need it in the spring. Spring would make a lot of sense as well. Spring. I just need it in warm climate where I can go outside. I need that sweetie tape in the summer though. Yeah, no, sweetie has to be the summer. It wouldn't make sense for sweetie not to be the summer. Everything she does is summer. You gotta bring the ice to to the heat. Come on, man. <laughs> like, that's crazy. She really called herself icy when she's my sunshine. <laughs> Yo, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> hey, let's wrap up. <laughs> let's wrap so every bougie event I attend, I tell them this Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yeah, uh-huh, yeah Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yo, 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 look, look Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spent about two racks on handmade new rags Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Not so... Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. And now I know. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. In my soul, I ain't gonna, gonna know. I need you to know. Mm. Um, this podcast comes out on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. It will be out on Thursday the 28th. Mm of january 2021 um mm. which means january 26th will have already passed which means by the time you hear you're hearing this the day's already gone but 
you know, we'd be remiss, and I personally would be remiss if I didn't use this opportunity to shout out one of my superheroes, who on January 26th of 2020, alongside Alicia Antebelli, John Antebelli, Carrie Antebelli, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, Christina Maurer, and um, his daughter Gianna Bryant sadly passed away in a helicopter crash in Calabasas. That would be, of course, um, Superman himself. Kobe Bean Bryant um you know in this segment of the podcast we like to shine a light on black people who are doing great things whether it be in business or in their community or just in whatever facet and you know I thought it would be poignant for us just to take this time to celebrate a, a man who just exuded greatness in pretty much every time we saw him mm. um five-time NBA champion, so you know he did it on the basketball court. Mm -hmm. He left the NBA, and he's a best-selling author, and he's an Oscar-winning, like, storyteller. (laughs) Um, Just one of the greatest. Of course, like, every single human, he had his troubles, and he had his downside, and he was never perfect. But he never hid from them, and he never ran from them. Mm. Um, um, I remember that day so vividly. I'll never forget how I found out the news. I'll never forget what I had to do as soon as I heard it because I had to go and play a soccer game, which I won. And I was like distraught all the way through. Like I've never been so depressed to win a game. Like (laughs) it was awful. Um, And then I went home and like many people across the world, I cried like a baby in ways I never had before in my life because it was just, you know, superhero, like Superman died. You know what I'm saying? He passed away. Um, But I wanted us to take this time specifically just to say, just like when Nipsey passed and the marathon continued, mm-hmm. it's still Mamba mentality. Yeah. Like yep. in everything you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and it's not even Mamba mentality, bro. It's Gigi mentality. Yep. Because that girl was yep. fearless. Like, you oh, see man. highlights of Gigi when she was playing. Hey, like, you're just watching, like, yo, you're watching someone who just. She was fit enough to be a monster so dedicated to her own greatness and i think you know i think that that's the message that i want to just portray to all, all everyone out there who will hear these words it's just that be be unrelentingly dedicated to your own greatness mm. 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 tap into it i like it give it like your it. all you know put your put your best foot forward every single time you step onto whatever court it is that mm. is your arena you know whether it's a courtroom whether it's a classroom whether it's a sales floor whether it's your whatever it's your white laptop or your tv like whatever your arena is man just put your best foot forward mm. be unrelentingly dedicated to your own greatness mm. tap into the greatness that is upon you and exude that mind and mentality in everything you do I like that, man. It's crazy to think that a year has passed. It's really, like you said, like, it's one of those situations where I think everyone, everyone will know where they were at the time because for me anyway, like you said, like, you got home and cried, like, fam, that whole maybe just under a month, maybe, like, I just did not want to leave my house, like, at all. I was down near bedridden. I've just never... It's been a very long time since something hit me that hard. Um, man, like you said, and I think for us as well, we have the privilege, both of us this year, not to give our you know age out to the people like that, but 
We're both entering our Mamba year, our Mamba year this year. Facts. And especially with this podcast, like you just said, we're not we're approaching everything with that Mamba mentality this year. Yes, sir. The way we're coming to attack this podcast, especially after both of us have turned twenty-four, we you guys are in for it. Let me tell you that now. Either be here for the ride or don't. But that's that's your own. Because listen, they don't get it right. So right now we're in, the, we're in Jordan year. Mm. So we're taking everything personal. Fam. <laughs> we're taking everything like, personal. Yeah, like, oh, why do they keep on mentioning who's in first place? Because I'm taking I'm it personally. Personal, I'm taking <laughs> my personal. So when when that Mamba year comes... Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. You, feel, you thought we were doing special things before? Ooh. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Every single Rest day. Rest in peace to Gianna Bryan. Every single Rest day. Rest in peace to everyone who passed away in that helicopter. Yeah, and prayers to the families. Prayers to the families. Huge shout out and love to Vanessa Bryan, who was a uh, moment's notice forced into a spotlight, which she had never really wanted in the years before, and mm. has seemed to deal with it, at least on the public front, so perfectly. Shout out to everyone who's just been helping the family. Um, we, Kobe, we miss you and we love you. Mm. Um, that's from me personally too as like a lifelong Laker fan as a person who got me into basketball as truly truly a superhero in our eyes so everyone who's listening be unrelenting in your dedication to your own greatness show your Mamba mentality in everything you do sue me I'm rooting for everybody that's black My daughter missing me, nigga. The whip is bullet repellent, but they gon' kill me with tax. Niggas really on clout, they ain't checking the stats. Who a decade or better give niggas decade of rap? Respect is in order, hate me better, do it loud. Ooh, for everybody black. Haters say that's crazy. Wow. Mmm. Man. Hmm. That song just gets bad every single time. It's crazy. It's crazy. How do you make a song that doesn't get old? My goodness. He says, Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Everybody be asking my sixth album, my last one. I'm super sick of this business. And my daughter's missing the nigga. The whip is bullet repellent, but they gonna kill me with tax. Man. Man. Respect Man. is in order. And if you hate me, then you better do it loud. I root for everybody black. And yet somehow, haters say that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> hey, do you know what's so, so crazy about that? That whole time that Wale was going crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kelly Price was going crazier. Don't ask me how, because when truly, I might be a hater, because that's crazy. Wow. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're going to that time in the podcast that yeah, yeah, um, yeah. when truly, I've said it before, I'll say it again. The podcast was made just for this. Nah, for um, it really started off with just the concept of what can we do for the people other than give them our music taste? Um, and that's what this segment does so well. It gives you guys a chance to, without any of the noise, without any of the fluff, you get purely what we think you guys should be listening to. This is not our recommendation for the day. Mm. Not our recommendation for the day, because that is on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. What's our Instagram, Paul, man? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Underscore stubborn. Mm -hmm. 
underscore Nigerians. Thank you, man. Because it's crazy how many times we have to tell you guys that. But if you guys go and listen to that, not listen to that, go to our Instagram page. You'll see our song of the day, which is separate from our recommendation. Yes, this sir. week's weekly recommendation from Paul is... It is the album. I'm going off the artist that I've been doing for the past few weeks, but it's mm. an album. It's called Muse. Um, the album is called Muse. It's by an artist called Alicia Bella. Mm. Um, this album actually came out just very recently, January 22nd of 2021. So it's one of the early 2021 albums. It's a really nice R&B album. Um, it features West Side Boogie. So you already know it's a vibe. Um, I really like this album. Very good storytelling. She's got amazingly good vocals. I found out about this album because Snow Allegra posted it on her Instagram story. And so I replied by adding the two stubborn Nigerians. And I also went and um, listened to the album. Um, and this is a really nice album. I really, really like it. Definitely. I'm not even sure, but I'm going to assume that she's from the West Coast. Because like I say, Boogie is on here. And then she has interludes from Vince Staples and E-40. So naturally, I have to assume you're from California because... Okay. But yeah, album <laughs> is called Muse, Alicia Bella, 14 songs, 34 minutes, real nice <clears throat> R&B vibe. Ken, <clears throat> so where are you taking them, man? Man, um, I'm sending them to go and do homework, Paul. This week, at one point in the week, I had my phone on shuffle and the song came on that really, it sort of ruined my whole flow for the day because all of a sudden I could only listen to that artist and that artist alone. Um, <laughs> the song that came on, Paul. If I, I won't even tell you the name of the song, I will tell you the name of the song for me telling you what the first line of the song is. Um, nine double oh five nine be the zip, it be the be zip. zip, be the zip. <laughs> Yo, know how badly I wanted my postcode to be nine double oh five nine after that. <laughs> Yo, um, I need everyone to go back and listen to J Rock's nine double oh five nine. Man, what an album. Mm. What a flipping, at what moment in history. Mm. This album here, you know, there's, <laughs> we here on this podcast talk about the album from TDE that was slept on. Paul will give you four podcasts worth of how you're sleeping on Sylvia Demo. <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will happily, happily, happily give you a four 40-page long dissertation on why you need to go back and listen to sapiosexual again and really deep what he's saying in that song but i digress because another album that you're sleeping on is 90059 this album man man i even me even me who had listened to it who enjoyed it who had it in his music library i'm only really hearing certain things for the first time now that i really have that eye to appreciate it with and i think everyone should go back listen to that listen to really how he put the album together it's crazy crazy like <laughs> it's such a complete project like, I, think it, I think it says so much about that project but everything that Kex just said is true and I would have it as the third best album in his collection man, because man. of the quality of albums that are in his collection J-Rock is a sensational sensational artist and that mm. is a sensational sensational body of work which everyone should listen to I completely agree man mm. but Paul yeah. just like that that's episode 17, done, dusted in the archives. Come on, man. Man, it's in the books. Next. <laughs> That's crazy. Next, what next? That's crazy, because you guys are really, like, sitting there dwelling on, yo, episode 17, like, they said this, they said that, they said this, they said that. 
me and Paul are literally having meetings as you're listening to this about all right, so what are we doing for episode 18? We're already there. Nah, fam, we're always already, a step ahead. Like, we've already planned it. <laughs> you just heard us say that we're in our Jordan year. You thought we're lying? Crazy. Yeah, that's all. Crazy. That's all. <laughs> oh, Paul. Mm-hmm. You're playing them out this week, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, man, you, you really set it off with your intro. I loved it. You know, one of the goats was on there, Rest Free 2. Shout yes, out to the absolute legend. So I thought I'm going to give them a track filled with some more legends. This is Class of Deja by Kano featuring D double E mm. and Gets. Mm. Okay. <laughs> that's a pick. Oof, that's a pick. So <laughs> that's a pick. I'm All right, serious. cool. Hey, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Let me not get too excited. Yo, you guys at home, Nigeria never carries last. <laughs> Them are pre me, I can see angles. Get money, get snakes by your ankles. Any cobras can get handled. Got enough raw soldiers like dangles. One MCs, them bun candles. Keep it on wax, that's an idiot thing. Rather tump up and don't talk about it. That's an inside box for your handball. Penalty, that's a penalty. Twelve us look like a den of thieves. Champagne shopping like ten of each. Non stop popping to the cemetery. They don't know about me. Wartime time rollout with pure gunman about me. They can't come around east. Who's that get back? Draw for the map. You can't ramp with it, with it, with it. I'm gonna kill it with it. Might act silly with it. East End legend like double L Willy with it. Don't dally, don't deal with it. No man, I sick libbies with it. Grown man on some kiddie business. I do rap around back to shit like Bushkin. Can't take away my classics, kid. If it's warm, I'ma take it to the mattresses. Where were you back then? Where were you back then? Man was putting in work on the roof back then. With a few man them. Swear no word of a lie, I'm the truth right now. I was the truth back then. Man better call Rooney for some proof right now. Before we do fake checks. My car try and screw me on this My car try and screw me on that Been there did this and I done Man been there did this and I done that Man man the paint houses man have been flats Slapped up dogs and slapped up cats in beef Man come with this and that My car try and screw me about this My car try and screw me on that Been there did this and I done Man been there did this and I done that Man man the paint houses man have been flats Slapped up dogs and slapped up cats in beef Man come with this and that No love man I'm moving with a lot lot Think man about two men start checking credentials Wreck instrumentals They know about the pen game But man I still led them with pencils They ain't been to the mountain once Shaolin monk when I step in his temple Tag team man see legends assemble Backseat younger step out with men's tools Ryu's and Ken's Why you with them? Rude boy man make a tread That's for nice I see my youth through the lens That's fish I believe don't you for your rep And still I reload through it again and then deny Mutual friends when I ask why did I? What? Why did I? Repercussions even I even suck five nice one but that's even numbers Quit it up man still a reaper coming See I'm way too gifted Killer MC with bare different flows like a killer MC with Presence alone, level and tone Timeless and definite flow Them try not to take a man's throne Make a man know My man's tech us is cold Impeccable form Jason Levels was born In East London where weapons get drawn Beep beep devils with horns Meet cleavers and several swords Team leaks felons and fraud CVs red and get torn These demons can level with spawn my car try and screw me on this My car try and screw me on that Cause I've been there, did this and I done Yeah, been there, did this and I done That man run up in houses, run up in flats Slapped up dogs and slapped up in beef Man, they come with this and nah My car try and screw me on this My car try and screw me on right that Cause I've been there, did this and I done Yeah, been there, did this and I done That man run up in houses, run up in flats Slapped up dogs and slapped up cats in beef Man, come with this and that No laugh, man, I'm moving But the buck, buck 
trying to stay at harm's way, but the trouble keeps on miscalling. Can't wrap me up while I'm home alone, my name for calling me, no coking. Live by it, then die by it, plus pussy girls are informers. That's why all the soldiers keep falling. Oh my god. Ooh, ooh. Dirty T. That's me, me.